Um, Harry, have you accepted him and what? It hasn't worked yes. on? Yes, I did, but it hasn't worked on. But I think as we are still dealing with the technicalities and everything, um, we can start with uh, the introductions, maybe have the chairperson law school briefly speak to us, and then before we go into the debate, hopefully we'll have Adrian by then. All right, but I would also like to suggest to Adrian to update his app. Um, usually, I have experienced those technical things in the past if people haven't updated their app. So, Adrian, you could also try updating the app and then um, sending the invite again, just in case you hadn't updated the app. Um, all right, greetings, um, everyone. My name is Joshua Kingdom. I am very, very humbled to be um, moderator for this debate together with my colleague, Adrian Kalule. Um, we shall get into the specifics of the debate um, shortly, uh, but um, before we even invite um, the current chairperson of law school, um, we had agreed with Adrian that we shall first um, hear from the organizers of the event. It will be shortly, like just two minutes each of them. Then we can have um, Mark speak and then we get into the debates. That said, I'll go first as um, Harry, you also probably allow praise to speak. So we shall, so the organizers to be sure are the Joshua Kingdom Space Series, um, Lex Amica, uh, where this space is being aired, and then the Macquarie Debating Union. So I'll now switch positions from moderator to speak on behalf of JKSS. So my name is Joshua Kingdom. I am the host of JKSS, the Joshua Kingdom Space Series. Um, it's basically a space uh, where we talk about issues generally that relate to young people. Um, I believe that uh, there's a lot that young people are going through, but um, um, we can do a bit better to, you know, I mean, uh, we can do um, quite some things to better it, maybe by talking about them, um, learning from what uh, one is doing and um, what others are not doing. Um, sometimes also we have disagreements, um, trying to find common understandings and um, just really having deep conversations and sharing goals and all that. So that's why we try to do. I will not get into the specifics. Um, you can look at our Twitter handle, like you will look at the description and there's details of what we do. Um, I also briefly like to talk about this debate. Um, it's really exciting the nature of it, uh, because um, initially JKSS was going to have a debate, then also Lex Amica and MDU. But then we saw it a fit that we join forces and have um, one thing, because at the end of the day, it was really the same spirit that we're rooting for. So I think for me, while this debate is important, literally, I also think that the symbolism of it is really important that people who think alike come together and do um, something in common. And I think that can apply in many fields um, of our lives. So I'm really grateful to Lex Amica and well as, as well as the Macquarie Debating Union for allowing us to collaborate. And of course, finally, um, the participants and you, the audience, we couldn't have done this without you. All right, I'll switch back to moderator. Now, um, Harry, I see praise isn't yet speaker, so I'll have you go and then we also listen in to MDU. Thank you so much, Kingdom. Uh, if praise is on the call, kindly request for the mic. 
but um, I'll speak about Lex Amica. So my name is yeah, Harry Sigwa. Yes. Let me just, maybe as also you speak, also Mark can be asking for the speaker for the for the rights as well. Exactly, Mark. Mark and Trace kindly ask for the mic. All right. So Lex Amica is um. Oh, I'm Harry Moisegwa. I'm a third year law student, and uh, I am the team leader, Lex Amica. So Lex Amica is basically Latin for Friends of the Law. We are um, a student-led think tank that envisions basically an equal society that is premised on the foundations such as rule of law, social justice, advocacy, etc. So our work is basically in line with um, using students, yeah, at the student-based level, in order to channel our energies towards advocacy in terms of social justice, um, conducting legal research, so as to uh, make the law more easy, yeah, and knowledgeable to the common person. Uh, things like encouraging discourse, uh, especially in legal-related matters, and all those things that are incidental there too. So personally about this debate, I am I'm very happy the last time we had such a debate, uh, it ended in blows. Uh, that was in 2021, I believe. However, um, I'm very happy because this is a platform that we can use to exchange discourse to uh, get informed voters, yeah, and to also know what our candidates really have to bring unto us. So thank you so much, guys. Thank you for the large numbers. And uh, I think we shall proceed. Yeah, thank you so much, um, Harry. Now, I don't know, uh, praise isn't yet um, speaker and Mark, but I believe perhaps you are still speaking and hadn't uh, seen their request. So could you please grant them um, the speaking rights? Uh, so we shall start with Praise, who um, will be representing the Macri Debating Union. Uh, Kingdom, it appears yep. that Praise is not on the call. Yeah. Um, she, I tend to, I seem to see her. She is. Okay, praise. Yep. If you can hear this, kindly request for the mic because I cannot see her on my end. A praise says she sent the request. Um, probably. Praise, could you send the request again? Um, hurry. She says she sent the request, I don't know. Um, okay. Uh, we will be breaching serious protocol here. <laughs> we'll be calling the president before praise, but um, I think I'm going to just give praise a few seconds. Um, oh, Harry, can someone else speak if praise can't? Um, I am not so sure about that. <laughs> Let me ask for your guidance here. 
Uh, I think let's wait a few seconds. If Praise can't, then I will speak for the MDU as outgoing chair. That's right, that's right. I think I shall have you, um, unless there's any change from your side. Okay, I think um, I'll just proceed. So the Makere Debating Union is um, an organ of the Guild, established under the Guild Statute of 2022. That has the primary mandate to basically organize debates in, universe, in the university and also encourage intellectual discourse. So based on that premise, yeah, uh, the union has seen ways to leverage opportunities in order to encourage discourse, especially in such times, yeah, where it is required the most uh, issues like elections really follow the grounds of integrity that you need to actually have an informed uh, voting base in order for you to ensure that principles such as democracy, transparency, ETC are basically upheld and that we have leaders in office that basically repre uh, represent the intellectual base that is within Makere and specifically the school of law. So historically, the union has been working with the school of law on various uh, debates Recently, before uh, the law school moved into the CGC organ and we had the Makere Law Society, we used to organize debates together with the society. So we thought that in the same vein, we can continue with that particular tradition, hence this particular debate. Um, as the union, we are very optimistic and we think that uh, this is one of the grounds that can be used and one of the platforms that can be used uh, to leverage uh, basically intellectualism, to expand debate, uh, to expand free speech and such avenues, and to also have us really address the problems that we face at the Makerelo School. So I thank you so much and I'll hand over back to the moderators. Thank you. Um, all right, um, thank you so much, Harry. Um, so uh, it's my seeing you the honor to now invite the chairperson of um, Makelo School to also say one or two. Hello. Hi. Hi. Can, can I hear be, you? Can I be heard clearly? Sure. Oh, perfect. Thank you. Uh, the invitation was abrupt, but anyway, thank you for, for that. So, uh, good evening, Makaya Law Society and everyone else uh, tuned in for this important engagement. Um, it's an honor to speak to you all today as the current uh, chairperson of this esteemed group of uh, ladies and gentlemen. As we approach tomorrow's election uh, to choose who will 
and become the next chairperson. I want to take a few moments uh, to share my thoughts on the future of the society uh, in the briefest time possible. First, uh, let me start by saying that uh, being the chairperson of this society has been one of the most rewarding experiences of my life. It's been an opportunity to work alongside some of the smartest, uh, some of the most passionate minds in our community, and to help shape the direction of a deeply loved society in ways that I hope will have a lasting impact on each and uh, each and every one of our lives. But as we, but as I prepare uh, to hand over uh, the office and the responsibility uh, to the next year person, I know that there are challenges ahead. Our society faces uh, complex issues, uh, such as the need to remain relevant in a res uh, and responsive in a rapidly changing university environment and, and, and a rapidly changing legal landscape. Uh, but amidst all these uh, complex issues and concerns, I'm uh, deeply confident that the next chairperson, whoever it will be, will be up to the task. Uh, we have a group of talented uh, uh, gentlemen that have stepped forward to lead, and I believe that each and every one of them has the potential to make a meaningful impact. They may not agree on a number of things, but the fact that um, that they disagree so deeply on, on these number of uh, things uh, speaks to their deep love and their deep uh, commitment to seeing that the society moves forward, albeit with different, uh, with different visions. I, I think that's a very commendable uh, fit on, on, on both their parts. So to those that are running, that's uh, Ethan and uh, uh, Mr. John Mary, I offer my congratulations and encouragement uh, you have demonstrated uh, your commitment to this society by putting your names forward. Uh, you've put your reputations on the line and you've put your lives on the line for this. And, and thank you. So thank you for allowing to be part of this uh, discussion today. Uh, thank you for being uh, part of uh, an effort that we believe is geared towards uh, making a society much better than it actually is. So keep pushing yourselves, keep asking tough questions, keep an open mind, um, be open to questions that would fundamentally challenge the way you've been running your campaigns and try to be as honest and 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 uh, truthful in your responses because through this, it, it equally serves as an avenue through which you can better um, your ideas. It, it, it would serve as an avenue through which you can perfect some of the ideas you have uh, so that at the end of the day, the society should be uh, the ultimate winner from this uh, discussion, whichever way. Uh, the discussion goes. And to all members of the Makelo Society, I want to thank you for the support that you've rendered in the past few months that uh, have been your, your, your leader. Thank you for, for, for the commitment. Thank you uh, for the attendance. Th thank you very much. Um, and to the organizers of this event, uh, the Joshua Kingdom Series, Alexa Mika, and uh, the Makelo Debate Union uh, for for this amazing initiative, uh, Mr. Adrian Kalule, Mr. Harry, Mr. Joshua, thank you. Uh, I think this is a very big step in the right direction. As Harry earlier mentioned, uh, the last time we had such an engagement, it ended in, 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 in blows and it was a very unfortunate sight to witness. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you for having this in mind and, and thank you for, um, for paving um, the right path for the society. As I as I close, I just want to 
Um, I just want to remind you all that we have the dinner on 29th of April this month. So as we campaign and do all these things, let's 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 keep that in mind. Uh, tickets are available, and 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 we look forward to having you there as our last event uh, during this tenure. So thank you very much uh, once again. Thank you, Makere Law Society. Thank you, organizers, and thank you to each and everyone that has spared time to be part of this amazing conversation. I know it's going to take us one step in, into the right direction. Thank you. And I will hand over to the organizers. Thank you very much. Have a, have a lovely engagement. All right. Thank you so much, Mr. Chair, for um, those um, insightful words. And yeah, shall not forget about the dinner. Um, so I think I've overspoken for a show that has two moderators, so I'll hand over to my colleague, Adrian, to now tell us about the general structure of this conversation, or the conversation this evening. Uh, th thank you very much, um, uh, Joshua Kingdom. And uh, I would also like to uh, re-echo what has already been said in thanking everyone that has been, um, that has been this debate. Um, the Lex Amica, the Debate Union, uh, Joshua Kingdom in particular. Thank you very, very much indeed. Uh, from my side, before I lay out the structure, it, it fills me with joy that uh, at least as law school, being the icon, you know, school, the model school of constitutionalism and the rule of law, and uh, also I think the icon of intellectualism within the university, but then also being a leading school uh, of law within our country, if not East Africa at large, uh, that we are taking on such initiatives, just not to, to pass time, but then also to interrogate deep into the capabilities and uh, seek uh, very pragmatic solution-oriented leaders to further on uh, the, the 54-year-old legacy that uh, our forebearers have laid in the past. So from my, from my own side, it is really um, a story of gratitude that uh, at least we've been able to put up this. But then also to thank everyone that is at least on the call that uh, you've been very, very participative and uh, interest, uh, the portrait of interest in the affairs of the MLS, like uh, the outgoing president just intimated. So thank you very much. And I join um, efforts in welcoming you all to the space. Our, our debate tonight will be structured the following way. Uh, We'll have uh, the candidates, since the introductions have been done, Joshua Kingdom will introduce the candidates um, on today's space, and uh, we shall have um, each of them an opportunity to present their manifesto or their remarks, and that will just go for strictly, uh, strictly th uh, rather 15 minutes for each, and then uh, we shall get into the interrogations with some of the questions that have been thought out uh, clearly from um, domestic issues within the MLS, but then also broader issues within the context of the university uh, springing on to uh, uh, the various national spectrum, some of the views and worldviews, just to interrogate the capabilities, but then also some of the solutions to some of these uh, problems and also seeking the views that uh, the office, uh, these different people are vying for represents. So basically that is going to be the structure immediately after the interrogation will take at most one hour, then we shall open up uh, it will take 30 minutes, then we shall reserve 30 minutes for uh, an inter-exchange between the different candidates. Then um, that will run for, again, about 20 minutes, 10, 10 minutes on each side. Then uh, we shall open up the floor to the general audience to ask the questions, since uh, these are our leaders as Macquarie Law School. 
um, then uh, we shall definitely get into the closing remarks and all. So um, I hope you have the very best. And um, to the candidates, uh, this is not basically meant to intimidate or to, to downgrade or downplay your efforts. It's just meant to interrogate the worthiness of uh, the office that, uh, that uh, the MLS comes with. And uh, that is Chairman CGC. So thank you very much for tuning in once again. I will hand over back to Joshua Kingdom to just give uh, a brief introduction to the candidates and then we proceed immediately to the questions. Thank you very much indeed. All right, thank you so much, Adrian. Um, so I understand that Ethan isn't yet um, here, um, unless otherwise, uh, but... Um, we are trying to um, communicate with him. He says um, he's uh, stranded a bit, but he hopes to join us. But we shall carry on in the meantime, um, in the 15 minutes that we are allowing John Mary. Um, hopefully we shall have him um, on uh, by then. So since we do not have Ethan here yet, I'll deal with John Mary for now. And um, yeah, we shall work with Ethan when he comes. So John Mary is... Um, a second year law student at uh, Macquarie University and um, has, and yeah, Macquarie Law School, uh, by being a law student, he would be at Macquarie Law School. Um, he has actively participated in several initiatives um, at law school, um, including participating um, in mooting. And um, he has also been proactive. Um, so for instance, he's currently um, leading a petition, he has led a petition um, against um, appointments in the 8th eighth, um, eighth, eighth, um, Guild um, government. Um, in the, he has led a petition um, against appointments in the, within the 88th eighth Guild um, government, um, which he considered unconstitutional. And yeah, today we are here having him as one of the contestants in the CGC chairperson race. So without further ado, I'll have you, um, if, I mean, I'll have you John Mary, and then um, do 15 minutes strictly as Adrian has said. So it's coming to 30 at 45, you should be um, able to have concluded with your manifesto. And then we shall carry on um, depending on how circumstances evolve. So John Mary, can you confirm that you can hear me and um, search thereafter? I think I can hear you very well. All right, I can hear you as well, so you can kick off. Okay. Uh, a good evening to all the listeners. I would first of all like love to appreciate uh, Lexa Mika, the MDU uh, Jusha Series, for organizing such a momentous occasion. I would also love to appreciate uh, the previous regime, Homona and the Cabinet, for the tremendous work they have done. Uh, my name is Jimmy Kaira, as I've been introduced by Joshua Kingdom. And uh, here I am contesting, vying for uh, to be the next year person uh, of the school. But it takes a step, and I would like really to appreciate all those people who are there who believe that I can do it. And all those who don't believe yet, I think if you hear the manifesto, it will be a walkover. Uh, basically, my manifesto is uh, is usually based on uh, uh, the problems that we are encompassing. Uh, 
we as like material society, uh, we need the autonomy for us to be like where we are. And I would like to appreciate Omona again for the tremendous work he has done plus his regime. So basically my manifesto is going to be dissected in a few things. First of all, uh, the basic reason why you come to campus is to study. And I think like the first reason I would majorly focus on the education. The education uh, here, I'm going to be like uh, boosting the society organization or the society activities. Um, I would like to start with the brain trust. I appreciate the work done by Dorothy. I appreciate what is being done, but I think something more can be done. I think I can bring in more on the table. How am I going to bring this? Basically, the the brain stress is like to guide us what and what and what for so forth. But uh, if you look forward, uh, if you look forward, you can't see that the brain stress can do something more and can do something great. So, uh, I would like the brain, the brain stress, like to start organizing like uh, mini seminars. Uh, at least, like the brain, brain stress, let it have like tutorials. Because if you look at the timetables, usually. Uh, the timetables we have uh, tutorials where the whereby the lecturers don't fulfill them. But if at all we can say like, okay, brain trust this time round in year one is having a tutorial on Monday. Year two, the brain trust has a tutorial on a different day, something like that. It can really help us and can help our grades. Basically, on that same point, I would like like uh, to bring in like something uh, uh, of any, anything called like uh, mini mini career, mini academic careers, whereby we get like. Uh, the loadings of the different years and they tell us how did we do this okay how like how they how they manage and like they tell us like uh, the basis of getting good marks because basically what the uh, the presumption we have we have like uh, uh marks marks are not like useful but if at all we are here from the loadening of that year maybe the loadening of 2018 maybe the loadening of 2017 we can get inspired uh basically there's also something um which um, Calvin has been uh, popularizing, like uh, how to use the library. Because uh, we as law students, we have to get uh, to dissect and like to learn how to use the library. But 90% of us, we don't know how to use the library. Basically, the CLE teaches us how to use the library at its best. Uh, basically, if you look at uh, when we have just come to year one, there's that part where they say we are going to visit the library. We only visit the library and in the reading section. But if at all the brain trust can take up such uh, such a such a job like and it teaches us like uh, uh, initiates us how to use the library because how to use this textbook we can be at a great advantage. Um, another thing is like we get a problem of uh, striving, looking for question banks, what and what. But if at all like uh, maybe the brain trust has like a, a source like a digitalization source because for now we are going to society. Uh, whereby there is good tech, good technology, and like I would like to utilize that technology in like creating like a power bank, so like where we can get uh, uh, papers and can be easy, easy for us. So they are also like peer, peer training. So that's basically on the brain trust. Uh, basically on the motor society for those motors. Uh, here I am for you. I've have been given a chance to moot, and I can say, like, we need to boost this mooting thing up. Basically, on that point, I would like to say, like, uh, if at all we 
can implement tutorials on each Friday from year one because it's really difficult to start mooting in year three and year two, but it's more easier to start mooting in year one. So basically to the mooters, I am, I am here for you. I can't say that I am going to do much because I have been mooting. So I know what it takes to start mooting in year two. I know what it takes to start mooting in year three. I can gauge the pressure. So it's better. It's for our uh, benefit to start mooting in what? In year one. Basically, that also leads me to another journey called the low journal. The low journal, like, it's a good thing, but it's like, it lacks popularization in the society. Like, what are we going to do to bring it on board? Are we going to just sit there and like, we leave it, like, we leave the efforts of our predecessors to vain like that? You know, we are going to come back in my regime with the CBC such that we can come up with good implementations and we come up with some good ways how to envelop people, how to make people love this thing, what we are doing. The second point is about uh, material society needs to be autonomous. Like autonomous. Uh, but now what we are facing, like we are facing the constitutional review thing, what and what and what and what. Um, basically, I got, it, I got the chance to attend a dialogue and... Uh, one of the dialogue which had no uh, uh, the spokesperson there, it was at uh, School of Education, and uh, they said uh, the, the the person who like represented the, um, the, the the university said that uh, the constitution the constitution is going to be there and it's going to be there, but uh, but it's going to be affected by the coming region members. So basically, I would say like if at all we can layers and like we can put their leaders who can at least understand something about concession review because I got I got I got the chance to challenge Dangote and this regime uh in the concessional in the unconstitutional fair uh like unconstitutional fair appointments and I realized that these mistakes are done by the staff there. These guys are just puppets. But if at all we can bring in like that autonomy and like we can we can dialogue, we can negotiate because we as lawyers, we have to negotiate for our wants. So basically, I would say like Makere to come back to its glory, uh, for us to maybe attain the, the society legacy because it's really absurd when you go out there and you say, I'm not the chairperson. And the, the, but the chairperson is the same as the MLS president. No. The person is going to say, uh, they are different. They are totally different. If I, if I thought they were the same, why did they remove the legacy of the president from us? These things are not technically the same. They can look the same in the eyes of a layman, but in the eyes of those students, no, it's not the same. Uh, on that note, I would like to address the issue of mental health. The issue of mental health, like, it's like a joke, but it's serious. I would like to empower you guys, like, uh, to appreciate the regime of Dangote for initiating what we call the peer body, in peer body groups. Uh, I would credit them for that. But now it's time to implement it. The peer body thing, the peer body program is is outside the school. However, in our regime, I wish to extend it to law students. The peer body uh, program it looks about like students being counselors to themselves. Like it's basically like I've got a time like gotten time like to attend uh, maybe therapies, uh, counseling sessions. But uh, at, at times you don't feel too open to these people, these strange people. You be like. They are working for money, that's so like they, they are paid to do so. But how about you take someone anonymous? Because I, I want to drive it from a point like we used to make Facebook friends. You get a person from Facebook, you text the person, you don't know even where the person is coming from, but then uh this person becomes your friend. So in this aspect, like you can't text the peer body uh person at your school and like you get uh, 
you get like how to liaise your problem with the person because the thing about this counseling like it only gets better when you open up when you open up to the peer body, peer body counsel uh, or counselor uh, at at the end of time you're going to start opening up to your friends and this is going to reduce the mental health issues we have at law school the next thing in mind i would like to address the issues of uh, marks uh, basically what we have right now are missing marks but there is also another 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 aspect that has been left out the other aspect that has been left out is like uh, how do we appeal for uh for our marks because at certain points people feel like discontented with their marks but there are no clear avenues we are seeing the traditional system of like if at all i appeal uh the lecturer might mark me probably something like that but that's not the case i have engaged with some people uh of year three and year four who have like who have who have appealed for their marks and trust me the marks have changed so basically i want to create clear avenues for people to maybe uh, like people to be strong enough to be like, oh, no, I come here, I can't get a 60. Let me go appeal. I can't get a 58. Let me go appeal. Rather than getting a 58 and you feel like that's not you, what you think about was more. I want to create that avenue. Like, if you feel discontent, I want you to come and like get a clear avenue to appeal for your marks. Basically, on the thing of missing marks, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to promise that I'm going to uh, eradicate that, but. I would like to promise that I am going to reduce the effect. How am I going to reduce the effect? I intend to bring in the missing marks committee. The missing marks committee intends to work at the end of the semester. If I told there have been resilient marks which have which are which are failing to There have been uh, resilient marks that which have been, which have been, which sorry, but there's somebody calling, um, sending my phone. But I was saying that if I told they are, they are, they are, they are like uh, missing marks which have like failed to, uh, like to be resolved. I intend, like, since we have the holy dog, like two months, I would like that within those two months, the missing marks committee that we have formed at the end of the semester, like it, it caters for those marks. And uh, another issue, like another solution, which I would like to bring is that before they pin the before they bring the user to our photos, at least let them pass pin them. So that if the lecturer claims that I have I did one paper, maybe I did uh, uh, only 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 the end, or like I have only postwork marks, I can gauge uh, like and I say like no, I did two papers. So basically, because. If I told the max with your photo, it's like a one-man battle because I found people like they are having uh, issues of missing marks for criminal liability. They are in year three. They are saying that I don't know, like should I should I redo now or like should I uh, uh, continue like writing emails to these lecturers? And basically, you find that these emails which the lecturers provide, some of them they are for organization and some of them like you can't even send messages to them. The other thing which I would like uh, is uh, to broaden or like to come in like with the idea of uh, increased uh, internships. Increased internships, I would like to appreciate the regime of Omona for the thing of meta, the mentorship program. However, I would like to expand on that because I think it, they, more, can be done, more can be done from there. I think that it shouldn't stop at the mentorship program, but rather extend to uh, creating internships. Imagine the CLE gives us 30 spots. How about uh, Omona has created like 78 uh, mentorship uh, 
mentorship like uh, mentorship suits for now how about like think of 78 free uh internship internship suits like when reaching third year uh second sense when they are already there for you like to layers with when they are already there for you to exploit how about like we expand this uh the, we expand what tomonas has started with to the next level um and the other thing uh i would like to to talk about is student advocacy at the end of the day uh we work with the with with the staff we work with uh the people above us so i would like to maintain and increase the student advocacy that has been like that that has been like uh that has been present in makere so basically i would say like uh, everything that we do at makere we need to improve the society if i told you want to pin our marks on the board and like if i told you want to uh, a clear avenue for uh, appealing for our marks if i told you want to do our with missing marks we have to maintain the student advocacy the recent government has proved to us that dialogue can be something which is good so basically what i'm bringing to you is dialogue i got the chance to challenge dangote and i think that dialogue could be a better option because as far as i went i realized that dangote wasn't the problem rather the dean was the problem the dean was the one who had forced the appointments so it's basically dialogue can do away with everything rather than having like uh being like part ways and say like oh, we're not doing we're not we we are not going to have her with the staff's rules something like that but rather uh dialogue to maintain the student advocacy in all the matters that can appear within the society with that i would like to tell you like go preach to your friends about the basis of this manifesto about what i intend to do for law school and that and basically uh when tomorrow come when the day of when when when, this, when the day of tomorrow comes i would like to seek your vote and your support in that matter thank you very much i remain kayojin mary the aspirant for chairperson thank you great great um just on time uh, before 45 um i think it's interesting what we've um heard there um some well just before you've been going to the the, the whatever the wrap up i mean the recap i think um i understand ethan is on um kindly ethan could you ask for the mic in the meantime uh, such that um, as i do the wrap up or summary we can have you immediately after kingdom um, ethan is already the speaker Oh that's good that's good that's good I hadn't seen I didn't see that's good then um so interesting what we had from um John Mary um I think from his presentation we can um um see that he appreciates what is already happening but thinks we can do more um and also has several things he was able to speak for 15 minutes and a couple of things but we'll get into a session where we try to test um how deep those views are held and whether you can actually um arise uh, from a uh, position when I, when is pushed um in the in a corner but for now i shall allow um ethan to now speak ethan you have exactly 15 minutes um so you should be able to end at um 8 exactly a good evening ladies and gentlemen i am exceedingly honored and profoundly grateful to the architects of this debate because it is powerful it is a powerful initiative which at the tail end of it will separate the wheat from the chaff i have all faith in me 
without any ounce of doubt that my land friends have high have high objectivity and as such i trust the decision that will be made tomorrow we shall be tasked to make a decision on which whether to break or make to sink or uplift to dismantle or build the future of this prestigious society ladies and gentlemen my name is Tendo Isan Isaac Kawesi an LLB2 student and I am seeking your mandate to lead this prestigious society to greater heights I would love to thank the former MLS leadership that for the achievements registered and they can clearly not go unnoticed subsequently we appreciate them however together we can still achieve more and i believe that i am the right person to be handed the leadership baton about the things that i want that we want to do for the society i could speak until all the cows come back home but i appreciate that great talkers are great liars and i therefore don't intend to prattle and in the interest of time let me dwell to the nice ties that i have prepared for the mls i for one believe i for one believe that everything is easier with unity and therefore we intend together with my team and with you as a society to foster unity of the society and this can only be done through using the available social activities like the gala where we have known them to be fun and activities that we take for leisure but i believe we can use this as a platform to call back the alumni for example to come back and indulge in these activities to take part in these games yeah and this will give us a chance not only to have mentorship on careers day but also on such activities calling back the alumni will give us a great flow with the with the members of the bench members of the bar the teaching staff because these are part of us these are people that have made, have been made from where we are right now we are in the kitchen and they have already been served out there so i for one believe that for us to have a perfect meal served to the society and to the community at large uganda we really have to have these people on board so i believe that we can foster unity we can foster the solidarity strengthen it through calling them back have them take us through what they believe can make us better than them or what they believe can make us achieve what we thirst ladies and gentlemen i believe calling back these alumni bridging the gap and fostering unity with the alumni is of great advantage this is because when we call back these people allow me allow me take you to the fact that we have at least i believe and i appreciate the fact that majority of the organs of the society have taken a great dive and nose dive to where we don't know and this is basically because of lack of funds lack of funding we have seen members of the society miss out on great opportunities because of lack of funds therefore i believe if we can have these people come back if we can have the alumni come back contribute a certain amount to our treasury let us give the treasurer something to do let us give the treasurer work to do let's 
tap into the resources. How we get to tap into these resources is by having these people on board. Let's try to know them on a personal basis. So that I know that if we are looking for funds for the gala, we can clearly push to these law firms because it is easier for me to get something from someone that I know on a personal basis. So I believe this is not only for me, but it is for the society at large. Therefore, I believe if we can have them back, fund us, give us money where they can, give us assistance, connect us. It does not necessarily have to be monetized, but they can connect us to those sources where, where, we, can, where we can achieve the help that we need. So I believe that having an active treasury will help us revamp and revive these organs of the society. Because, for example, the Macarillo Journal, I strongly appreciate the work done by this journal. And I, for one, believe that it's, it's, a, core, it's a core organ of this society. Yeah? But before I, delve into the, before I delve into the journal, let me allow me to take you to the organ of the MLS Brain Trust. I, for one, believe the authors of this trust, the mother authors, intended it to be the engine, the fueled engine of academics of the society. But it's only sad that we see it take a nosedive to where we don't know because of lack of funds. This brain trust can do perfectly well if funded to have opportunities to organize symposiums, academic symposiums, yeah? So that we can have career, career guidance. We know career guidance is a personal it's a personal, it's a personal thing. Like career guidance does not come down to us as a society, but it comes down to us individually. So I believe if we can have the trust funded, if we can have this trust push for symposiums, if we can have this trust organize at least meetings and career guidance per se for year threes and year four, yeah, where we invite heads of departments to help the students that are taking on electives to know when do I do this, what will this help me do, should I do this course unit or should I not. I believe that's something that should be done by the trust. I believe careers day will make more importance if it, if it has been done by the trust. I'm uh, leaving to the fact that I've greatly talked to Dorothy, the current leader of the trust, and I believe we are going to foster a way forward, and I want to promise that when given the mandate, this, this trust is going to do perfectly fine. So through, through the MLS fund, we could lobby more funds to be readily available and accessible to, to law students. This will, is the issue of lack of tuition, you know, for some, for some of us that may be disadvantaged or those that need a hand, yeah? If we can have... If, if we can have at least some money in our treasury. If, if you can have some money to work with and help those who need help, then it only comes back to us as a society. It creates the sense of oneness to everyone out there. That this society does not only need me when it's time to go for the dinner, time to take part in the gala, but it's always there for me when I need it. So uh, looking into the journal, the Macarillo journal, a lot has been done. We cannot underlook that. But you know, a career in the legal field is anchored on an individual's writing and oral skills. This makes the Macarillo Journal and the Macarillo Mood Society fundamental career-building co curriculars at the heel. 
Therefore, these two associations suffer heavily as regards of funding, which affect their autonomy directly, denting their effectiveness and efficiency. You know, we take a look at our own motors that we have seen having to look at external sources to pay for visa applications and fees to represent the university. They are representing us. Before the university, there is us, the MLS. So how can we under how can we have a one travel, a very talented travel fortunate, you know, lack funds to go and represent, to go and showcase, to go and get connections out there, yeah. So I believe the the mood society, if we work together with the society, and accepting and appreciating its independence, together with the Lord Jano, then we can represent the country better. Because at the end of it all, we build for the future. We look at the Lodiano, it gets most of its funding from Huripec because of Dr. Kabumba's relationship with the with the Jano. But this funding comes with lots of conditions, pushing for interests of the funders, which which creates an environment that kills the autonomy of the Jano at the end of it all and its effectiveness. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, I for one believe that unity is the core. With unity, everything can be solved. And therefore, I want us to accept and work together, have these alumni come back, appreciate all sources of funding that we have around, tap into these resources, and be able to have these organs participate and do what its authors and their authors intended them to do. Lastly, I would love to look at empowering the office of the vice president. The vice president, you know, let's. I want us to have a society of unity, a society of oneness. We create a, a sense of before this, before me, there is a society that when I move out there, before Ethan Isaac Kawesi, there is the MLSA society. Before I identify myself with my cohort of the LLB2, I want to identify myself with the society. It is only then that we, we are going to revamp this society. We are going to put it out there to make sense that it's supposed to be making. Therefore, I want us to look at issues of health through the office. I plan on having the vice president set up health camps, set up a health team, and this team will only help us to focus on the students' welfare. To begin with, the toilets. Yeah, the toilets. The last time I tried to engage one administrator of the society, they said those washrooms are supposed to be cleaned every day. But we all appreciate the state in which they are. Not only that, let's look at lack of sanitary pads in the girls' toilets. Yeah? Let's look at, let's look at lack of toilet paper in all washrooms, yeah? So I believe if you can have a team that can follow up this, we get the funds. It all goes back to the funding. If you can get the funds and have all the connection to have these say, sanitary pads, have their docket put in and their dumping area put into the washrooms, then it, at the end of the day, it works for all of us. Then in partnership with university counselors, sessions for law students to boost their individual esteem and mental health can be held through the office of the vice president. You know, it is not a campaign, but I'm looking at issues that we can do without pulling strings with the administration. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, without wasting more of your time or without indulging further, I therefore believe, like I had said earlier, that tomorrow we shall have a task to make a decision on whether to break or make, to sink or uplift to dismantle or build the future of this society. I then hand this button to you, whoever is out there listening to me, 
to beseech your roommate, to beseech your friend, to beseech any other member of the society, that when it comes tomorrow, let us all speak the voice of Tendo Ethanizer Kawesi. It is servant leadership because I, for one, believe we can and indeed we can. Thank you. God bless you. For God and my country. Thank, thank you very much indeed, uh, Ethan. Um, those are our aspirants for the, the post of a chairperson CGC. And uh, one common thing with both of them, as you've seen, is uh, time management. Exactly the time they've been given, they've been within the ambits of that time. Um, Ethan started off with uh, the very, very tomorrow is the day to separate the wheat from the chaff. And uh, I think that is a very right direction to lead us to the next segment of uh, this debate. And uh, that is uh, now interrogating deeper into uh, the different manifestos. I am going to now start uh, with, uh, with John Mary. You could just prepare yourself to unmute. Uh, and then this will just run for exactly one hour, reserving 20 minutes, 10 hours on each point that could have gone unsettled. So let me start off with John Mary. Um, you see, there are crises within the society, and um, the, the MLS Constitutional Review Commission that I was privileged enough to chair was established by our outgoing chairperson, a stroke president, Mr. Omona Mark, and clearly, it was to realign the different provisions of uh, the previous constitution of the MLS to the new guild statute and constitution. society. So following that background, there's been tensions and divisions within the society as to whether we identify as the Macarello society or the CGC or the MLS intertwined with the CGC. So as president, as aspiring chairperson of uh, the CGC stroke the MLS, how are you going to deal with uh, this identity crisis? And for people to believe, if you, if you choose to say that uh, we are still the MLS, for people to believe that indeed we are the MLS and uh, the achievements in the past 54 years are still owned by the MLS and we are furthering on a legacy of the MLS. I would like to, first of all, have your view on uh, what you identify as. Are you aspiring as chairperson of the MLS or are you aspiring as chairperson of the CGC? And after that identity is resolved, how do you plan on convincing the people to, uh, you know, to, to respect and believe in this identity? Thank you very much. You could kindly unmute. Much obliged, Arian. Uh, Basing on the constitution, I am I am vying for the post of chairperson CGC. That I would like to clarify. Basing on the constitution that's in play. Um, I've been posed with the question, but I would like to tell you people that if it looks like a duck, swims like a duck, quacks like a duck, then it's duck. If at all we are not, we are under the CGC, there is no person outside they are to tell that, no, we are not a, we, are, we are not under the CGC, we are society like that, like that. It's something like the constitution is saying something else, and for us, we are portraying something else outside. Basically, I would call for the review of the constitution such that it's clear, fundamentally clear, that we are a, we are a society, not like we are uh, maybe under C, C, CGC. Maybe, uh, I would like, like uh, 
to appreciate like the people who made the constitution but i would like i would like see like okay to me to, to me i see like as if uh, they failed uh, to respect uh, the previous things that had happened uh, you have posed me a question on how do how should we identify as a society rather than maybe as something else uh, in my manifesto i told you uh, the society lacks autonomy and I've told you the society only organizes two things. Uh, that's the MLS gala and the MLS dinner. Uh, if you look at the previous constitutions, it was as if the society is working under the GRC. But basically what, the, what it has to be is like, the GRC has to be like a signatory to law school. Uh, what I intend to do is bring in more activities that portray us as law school because i've told you if like we behave like we are under the GRC, if we behave like we are uh we're we waiting for the GRC to 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 make like fundamental moves we are going to be like uh are, there is going to be under development and we are going to still be down we're not going to be a society but if at all we make moves if at all we make moves, yes sir i'm i'm, I'm I am very, very sorry to interrupt. You have five minutes and they're going to be uninterrupted, but I just need to make sure that you are answering the question right. The question yes. before you was, what do we identify as as law school currently? Is it as CGC or is it as MLS society? And then in uh, answering that, I would like you to put into consideration um, the aspect that uh, the GRC has for so long been part, if not the legislative arm, over the Macquarie Law Society. So if I, you, if I am to get you right, are you trying to, to disregard the office of the GRC as a constant part of the MLS? And uh, clearly, you will just clarify that and then proceed on to answer the question. You have five minutes. I'm much obliged, Adrian. Uh, I wouldn't disregard the role of the GRC, but I would say like some rules have to be like autonomous to the what? To the president or the chairperson right now, I would like to note that in the, in maybe in the constitutional review, like that committee, and I put in my views. I told you the problems which I I saw like we are facing law school, but I bring to you like and I tell you like we have to do small activities. Uh, the activities I I look at like if what to like, uh, we are to say like MLS like we identify as MLS, we are going to bring in more activities to identify as MLS such that we can fight for what we want. We're not going to just lay down and we start maybe amending constitutional reviews to bring back our society. You know, that's not going to work. That's going to work legally. But practically, what do we have? You get, you can't just seek, seek for like, uh, maybe like for something, but when you don't want, like you literally don't want it. If what we bring in, like, as I told you, the brain's trust, they bring in mini seminars. I thank Omana for bringing in career days. I thank like uh, bringing back the Valley Victoria, the, the Lord Dennings to talk to us. Uh, the other thing I would like the MLS uh, doing like, bringing more things like uh, the MLS poetry, the MLS uh, Rotary, Rotary Club, for those who are indulging Rotary. So that's what I call like the society. The society is not like the word itself. The society is the people and the activities. What do they do to make it a society? We're not going to just sit down and we review constitutions. Then after we say we are society. No, Adrian, we are going to put it, put it in like practical, practical terms such that if we are to identify as a society, 
what's your society doing? Such that we can lay out what really the society is doing, rather than saying, we are only lawyers for us, we do, we argue mentally, or we argue intellectually, we are going to just only review, and then we sit back and they, they revive us our autonomy. It's not going to work like that. I doubt, I doubt if like, that's the direction we have to take as, as future, uh, for the future of the MLS. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you very much, Indeed. I, I will just get back to you in a moment. The society is about the people and the activities, so you say. Um, this is a very critical question on identity, and I would love to, to, to share the question mutually between the two candidates. And uh, that is exactly why I will just uh, now uh, pound it to uh, Mr. Kawesi Ethan. What are your views on the identity of the school? Do you identify as uh, the CGC? Do you identify as the MLS? And why? Thank you, Adrian, for that question. Uh, a father cannot be told to become an uncle in his own home. Therefore, before the statute was the MLS. And that is the reason that I, for one, believe that the autonomy of the society has been left to the dogs when we fail to fight for our independence when we accept to register as an association but still have leadership identified in the statute or the law of the university as a guild council. Therefore, I for one identify as the president of the MLS society. The, but I stand as the chairman to those authors of the bad law as the chairperson of I stand as the chairperson of the College Guild Council but I for one believe and identify myself as the president Marcello Society. Thank you very much. All right. Um, that was short and brief and straightforward to the point. Uh, thank you very much indeed. Uh, I'll just have John Mary back to to the stand, and um, the question I, I, I now intend to, to, to ask, we've, we've all talked about the brain trusts and, um, you know, imposing all these, uh, not imposing, but uh, bringing on all these intellectual activities. Uh, we've talked of, uh, I think it was Ethan who mentioned that uh, bringing back the alumni into, you know, into the space of the law students, basically. Um, this is rather uh, a domestic issue within law school. And I really think it is incidental and pertinent to the person that carries the office of the president, MLS, or chairperson CGC, whichever you call to choose, whichever you choose to call it, uh, to to have a very pertinent view on this. And uh, the in law school, uh, there is a that there's, there's been opinions within the society that uh, we've been taught traditional subjects and um, neglect things like a uh, space law so as a chairperson mls yeah what would your view be on that and uh if you think indeed, if you agree, we've uh, we've been denied some of uh, these uh, conventional subjects, 
Um, John Mary, do I have you on the call? Uh, yeah, Adrian, you have me on the call, but you have been off like you have just been off like I've not been getting your question. You're on and off, on and off, on and off. So I don't know. The problem is you probably your network. I beg you come again and such that I can get a good view of the question. All right, my brother. Uh, my, my deepest apologies, the network glitched. But I'll just rephrase the question. And I was saying that there's been views within the society that uh, we've been taught traditional subjects and forgetting emerging sciences, things like space law, uh, things like oil and gas that is taught at UCU and uh, other campuses around uh, Uganda, but not Macquarie University. But talk of uh, different different course units, uh, things like... Uh, IT and the law, cyber, cyber law, name them. And uh, we've been concentrating so much on traditional subjects. So as, as president, MLS, how do you intend to rectify this? And I'll just give you a background to this. Our very own Professor Oloko Nyango, in, in his days, I think he was in second year at the time, together with others, they caused a revolution at law school on how we could be taught. Um, that was the black law uh, approach of the law at the time. And now they were arguing for the law in context approach. Yeah. So I was thinking that uh, as a chairperson, CGC or president MLS, uh, to have your views on what you think on this traditional approach of lecturing and course units, particularly, and then how you intend to rectify this uh, situation. I don't know whether you get me now. Yes, yes, I've got the like you are clear right now. Ah, thank you for that. Actually, my mind has been pondering about that. But then, uh, if I told you look into my manifesto, I think it answers you properly. Like, I, I point out the need for student advocacy. We sit down, the dialogue, the necessary, because we can't just say we are going to just bump into oil and gas, something like that. But we need, the, it, like, it, there, there is criteria that has to be followed. Basically, student advocacy and dialogue can counterpart that such that you can see what's the future, what's the better, what's what's really what what is really necessary and what's really not necessary. Basically, not me alone, but me with the council members who are going to be there. I think I answered your question perfectly. Uh, I, I, just just in one minute of your time, you make you make a statement that your manifesto answers that. But uh, I would just like to to have a clear roadmap on. Uh, on what your views, first of all, are, but also how you intend, probably, is it through engagement? Is it through uh, petitions to, you know, to the local council? Uh, I, I would just like to have your views on particularly that, just in half a second before I get to Ethan. Uh, my view is about using anything that is necessary to get what you want, because as a president, you have to go miles to get what you want. So basically, anything that is present is what we shall use. Right, indeed. Um, uh, I'll just I'll just throw the same exact question to to Ethan, and uh, I, I'll just have your view in half a second on the same, and then I ask you a very very question intended to you. Uh, so, Ethan, whenever you're ready, kindly unmute. Yes, sir. Thank you, Mr. Moderator, sir. Uh, you know, 
the law is like a human being. It's born, it grows, and it dies. And as such, I for one believe that society then needs to revolve yeah, with current change. And we need to appreciate this change. Therefore, I for one believe that I would push for a curriculum review commission headed by experts because we really have the cream of the cream headed by these experts in their particular fields, you know, with gu- to give us guidance so that we can then appreciate which subject, which course unit that, we, that lives up to the demands of the society. Thank you very much. All right, perfect. Um, I think now the question that was really about ident- uh, rather visibility of the school for a second is a domestic issue. These these questions represent the larger views of the society. So your question, uh, Mr. Ethan, is um, about the visibility of law school. For far too long, there's been complaints and genuine complaints, in my view, that that we've lagged back as a society or as a law school. In terms of the events that unfold within the university, I'll start with the university particularly, not so long ago, about a few weeks back, if not even uh, in the previous semesters. There's been issues, for example, suspensions. There's been issues, for example, uh, strikes here and there. There's been issues about uh, appointments and disappointments of ministers. And uh, for too long, as law school, we've stayed quiet. The justification to that would be that uh, with the new order of business within the university, talk of uh, the enactment of uh, these new laws, there's been some bit of uh, shrinking in the political Mm -hmm. space, particularly to do with uh, student leadership. Now, my question to you is, how do you plan on thriving through these, uh, these hard times to make law school visible by giving an opinion, a leading opinion, to some of the issues that unfold within the university? Talk of suspensions, talk of uh, uh, the indisciplined cases, uh, very many of uh, such similar instances. So how do you plan on dealing with this, but without, uh, you know, um, without causing damage to the students through uh, maybe organizing riots and then people are eventually, you know, expelled or terminated out of the university. Yes, uh, thank you, Mr. Moderator. Like I said earlier, the position I'm vying for isn't reflective of my personal opinions, but the opinions of the society at large. Therefore, I believe that it is through pushing for legal empowerment that these students that are being suffocated by not speaking, by being, you know, pushed out of university, that their rights of expression, rights of association, that it is because they do not appreciate the day-to-day caucus or the day-to-day matter of these rights that then they maybe do not know how important they are. Therefore, I believe it is through empowering the university, the student body at large, to push, you know, for these rights, creating a nexus between the MLS and the university. It is only then that we can have sanity and appreciate the law and also live up to the human rights, especially those that are non-derogable. Thank you very much. 
before before I just cross over to John Mary, if you could just answer this in the next uh, about one minute. Uh, what would the approach be? You could just need to clarify on that. You know, as chairperson, CGC, MLS president, what would the best approach be? Would you prefer a more radical approach or you would prefer a much more uh, civil approach, engagement and, 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 and all? Then uh, as you answer that, if you could just put into consideration of incidences where both have not worked, I'll give you an example. Uh, on the radical approach, not so long ago, we witnessed uh, our very own from uh, law school, Mr. Bosa Price, who then served as a constitutional minister, being uh, suspended from the university. But then also formal engagements have failed, if any has been held. So what's the best approach that you think in which you go with and why? I only have two words, legal clinics that can be headed and guided by Pilak. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. Um, I'll just cross over to uh, to John Mary. Um, legal clinic. Uh, John Mary, I don't know whether you are... Okay, perfect. Uh, so the, the, the question I, I have for John Mary, you, some of the things that uh, you summarized here was uh, the autonomy of uh, law school and uh, you, would, uh, you would have sought to uh, increase on students' advocacy if I got you well, and uh, through your own activism or advocacy, you've, for example, challenged unfair appointments. Yeah. And um, in so doing, this is a petition that favor no impact was made these people still made and served as ministers so if you talk over engagements and vis-a-vis uh, -vis students advocacy i would just like you to carry on the same exact question that uh, i had asked uh, ethan earlier as to what approach you think would uh, would work best having served uh, having uh, tried out on both and uh, seen the repercussions of both so which approach do you think is best? Yes, moderator, thank you very much. I would like to first acknowledge uh, that uh, the petition played a great role what we are seeing right now because it was the second petition and I don't know if at all like you have asked yourself with the thing properly, but it was a great petition and I don't think like uh, calling it like it's had no ground, basically it had a ground because uh, we reached a point like uh, to like to appeal because if you look at uh, basically the the, the amicus free here could be Kakomba Nelson to tell us if at all it had or not. Uh, but basically, upon the suspicions that are going on, it all about comes back to like uh, uh, dialogue and engagements because even if like uh, we are to, we are, I can't advocate for a radical means because radical means they just lead to more and more expulsion of students. Rather, I would advocate for engagements because the more the dialogue, the more we benefit. We don't need to like, because they, uh, they are saying that you have to keep your enemy close. So basically, if you want something from maybe the, uh, the staff, we have to keep it close with us. We have to keep it close within our ambits such that we can get what we want. These people who are being suspended, 
the suspicions are going on, Adrian, and you can see they are going on. And the person who's suspending is like, nothing can be done. But the thing is, like, we settle down, we see what can we do the best for these people. But this is all through dialogue, and I can't assure you that this can, this is going to be achieved through maybe radical means. Recently, I would like to point you to uh, the Black Friday, uh, the Black Thursdays, which I currently participated in uh, at law school. Uh, they gained us little, uh, but it was... Uh, it was worth it. So basically, I would call for engagements. I thank for the dialogues that the main dialogues that took place. So basically, I, I, what I want to point, uh, what I want to shed light to you is like dialogues and like student advocacy does all this. So I answer your questions perfectly. Uh, there is a mixed bug there from what I get you saying. D uh, dialogue at the same time, students advocacy. But thank you very much indeed on that. Uh, now that's clearly wraps up the very first uh, segment of the questions that was on domestic issues. Uh, it is exactly 25 past uh, eight. Uh, now I would just like in the next 20 minutes uh, for you to ask any, any questions and I'll just start with uh, Ethan. I'm going to give an opportunity of just two questions. You direct them to your opponent and uh, they, uh, the, the disclaimer here is that they should be with decorum. Uh, we are law students, let's maintain decorum in this engagement, but I'll open up the discussion to, rather the floor to Ethan to point to two questions to Ethan, rather to uh, John Mary, and then I will get to John Mary to ask the same uh, two questions to Ethan. Uh, so Ethan, if you're ready, kindly unmute. Yes, sir. Thank you, Mr. Moderator. Uh, my first question would, uh, to, my, to my colleague is if the same that happened during the Pasi regime happens when he has the authority or has that seat, I would really love to know what he would do and how he would tackle that issue. Then, uh, what, like, what... Uh, sorry, sorry, come again, come again. Unit work has been off. Come again. Uh, my question is, if the same that happened during Pasi's time hap happens, what would you do to exonerate these students, or what did you do to like what did you do to have them stay in school? That's my first question. I don't know if I go all the two or I go one by one. Uh, Mr. Moderator, I would seek your guidance, please. Uh, I, I, I didn't my question is uh, do I go both head zone or I go one by one Oh yes. Uh, just just uh, make them known, both of them at the same time. Then uh, my second question would be the stand of John Mary Carrera on the anti-homosexuality bill, where he falls, and why, as an aspiring leader, what is his take on it? 
All right. Uh, Ethan, this is uh, rather John Mary. This is your time to, to answer that. Then I will, I will open up the floor for you to ask your two questions. Um, thank you, Mr. Kawesi Ethan. I really appreciate the questions. And I would love, first of all, thank you uh, for the courage you took because these are really big steps, like big, big shoes. Uh, yeah, but I respect that, Mr. Ethan, and like you came out and provide for the seat. And I respect the questions like you have put through. So the first question comes for this region. <clears throat> I would like to, first of all, uh, appreciate the previous regions. Now, uh, the question, uh, the MLS dinner, the theme of the MLS dinner is uh, a network championing the law and strengthening the society. So if at all uh, that same, same thing happened in my regime, what would I do? What would I do? It's all about, um, uh, it comes back to dialogue because basically people are going to be punished, but how are we going to, how might people be punished? They, are might, be, they, they might be punished uh, as before they get honorary texts. This comes back to have you dialogued with the lecturer before the matter reaches there. Uh, 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 basically, that's like dialogue before the matter reaches to the next class, how it reached, and maybe approaching the lecturers to the to as is, uh, as maybe the CDC as all the nine members because approaching the lecturer me as a London Mary, it can be like this guy has maybe some selfish interest. But if we do the thing as a community and uh, as the, but now we have six confirmed uh, and I see capable leaders in those six people are tied. Ian, um, Ruth, um, Elisha, I really, I, I, I really, I, I really appreciate what the, your, your capabilities. And I think with you guys, if at all we face the same problem, I think we can make dialogue at its best. The second thing, you point out, what's my stand on an anti-homosexuality bill? I would like first to note that uh, I'm an ex-Semurian. Uh, I saw, I got a chance. Uh, to study in the seminary for seven years. But within the embrace, the, like when you come to the law school, you embrace the law in this perspective. So basically, I would respect everybody's decision and I would respect your decision. And basically, me as John Mary, I would respect everybody's decision on that. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, thank you very much indeed. Uh, now, it's, it's, uh, it's about time you also short uh, your two questions towards Ethan. But uh, would you just kindly remind me of uh, what the second question exactly was? I, I think I just missed that. My, my, I had a glitch in the network. Um, you could just start with that in half a second and then shoot your two questions at him. Uh, thank you. Uh, you said, like, what is my stand on the homosexuality bill? That's basically, I told him that I respect everybody's decision and I respect everyone's feelings. Uh, Basically, my questions are going to be poaching in this manifesto. Ethan, uh, basically listening to you, the first question, basically listening to you, you feel like the school lacks funds. There's something in the school that's not being done. You are going to bring funds on the table. Uh, you, you, every, like, I see the manifesto. It's centered on funds uh, we are going to uh, fund the most society, we are going to fund the brain trust. But basically, have you really criticized and like have you 
are you sure it's funding which is the problem? Basically, I was, I was what other problems apart from funding are hindering the, 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 the development? The second thing, what I would like uh, you to answer is like, uh, on this perspective uh, of uh, what happened in Passes Regime, what did you do? Because uh, he's like, there is nothing to show that you have been a leader in uh, in activities. You don't vote. You are not part of the journal. So how best can you convince members that you are going to be a leader uh, of their activities, yet you are uh, like you are astray. You are not among them. You are not like you are not among us, and now you want to be among us. How best can you clarify that? Thank you very much. Uh, thank you, thank you very much, uh, Mr. John Murray. Uh, mine is first of all, I've, I didn't get the second question clearly, but uh, to attack the first question is uh, money is the most powerful empowerment. Yeah. So, I for one then believe that money is the reason we are not implementing. Everything, yes, there are other problems, but some, everything has, they have tried. Let's appreciate the leadership before us. They have tried to put these things in line. That when we reach a point of having a one job of fortunate, be, you know, like if when we reach a point when he needs a visa, you know, when we reach a point when he's ready to go, he has been accepted, they are waiting for him, but then he lacks the funds. That means there are problems he met on the way, but now implementation. And implementation is funds. Yeah, so I believe problems are there. We cannot underlook them. But the most important empowerment is money. Therefore, to, you know, to get this money or to have these problems sorted or to have these problems overpowered, then we have to look for the money. We have to lobby for these funds. Thank you. I beg to ask to listen to the second question. Thank you very much. My second question is that uh, you are out of the scope of the society. You don't moot. You are not a part of the law journal. Uh, uh, basically, during uh, the instance that happened in passes, we don't see you. Uh, maybe like, how do you intend like to be like part of like what like how do you like intend to image yourself as maybe the M the MLS president when? Uh, you have not been part of the crucial uh, maybe activities at law school, like which involve like uh, uh, maybe which involve like physical participation and like which involve like the law basically. Though, how do you intend to be like because history shows it like what happened during passes reign? Uh, you were on the sidelines, maybe maybe you were not on the sidelines, maybe you're on the sidelines. I can't confirm, I have nothing, I have no evidence there. Uh, history has it you don't mount. Israel, you 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 are not uh, a part of the law journal. Uh, I don't see like how make make us believe that make us make the audience believe make those people who are there like your voters to make them feel like yes I'm part of you although I don't want yes I'm part of you that don't be in the law journal I can handle the same problems as the person who is there. Uh, basically, I see like experiences that thing, but basically, Mr. Ethan, I would like you to enlighten me on that. Uh, thank you, Mr. Jinmari. I now get you fine and clear. 
first and foremost, you don't need to be a leader for you to become a leader. And it is important for you to note that the new brooms sweep cleanest. You know, the problems facing law school are very many. I believe if it's a house, we have very many dirty corners. But then I would also love to rebut your statement that I personally am the assistant captain of the football team. Yeah? I'm a sportsman. I'm also a member in the basketball team. I, for one, hired or called upon one of my cousins to train a moat team. So I believe I'm, I'm within. I've seen enough. I've learned enough. And I believe there is nothing more that can stop me from achieving best for the society. Not at all. And all right. Uh, just, thank you just, very much. Sorry, sorry to cut you short. And it is also important that my colleague appreciates the fact that you only become active when you can so that you maintain relevancy. That's the reason as to why our society, the MLS society is not down there at impious grounds, you know, fighting political parties, fighting wars for political parties, because at the end of the day, it is your relevancy that then helps you have work executed. So I believe I've been active when I can, and therefore I believe uh, the question has a glitch in it, but thank you. I thank you very much indeed. The, the, the some, some, there's some feedback I'm getting right here that uh, who is uh, fortunate or Kelo uh, must be some, some stronghold or a very close friend. Uh, but that's, that's, uh, away from that, you make, a, you make mention of a statement that uh, new brooms sweep cleanest. But then also that, uh, that same statement has a very uh, beginning and fundamental part to it that uh, the same old brooms have rather know all the corners in the same room. And I'll give you an example to that. In issue of handling, um, you know, issues of uh, tuition challenges, I think our, your predecessors have tried to, to initiate a very strong move, for example, the Mark Law Fund that none of you makes mention of, but I think it is uh, the refuge to most of uh, us that are challenged with, uh, you know, these exorbitant fees in law school. So that is a question, that is uh, something that I just thought as I open up the discussion to the general audience that uh, you would put into mind as you vie for these uh, different positions uh, that you are going for. The issue of uh, the Marklow Fund, and uh, I, I don't know whether you had it in consideration and it could, you just could have, uh, you know, skipped your mind, but uh, I just wanted to bring that on the aspect that uh, the old brooms know all the corners of the room, like you so say. Thank you very much indeed, and uh, I think I'll just uh, get back to the host to to open up now the discussion to the audience. Uh, I'm saying it is just about um, 37 minutes past eight. I want us to use exactly 15 minutes from questions uh, coming from the audience, but I'll just request that uh, we keep the questions very short and then you direct the question to a particular candidate and then also let us, in, uh, let us try so much to maximize the rules of engagement, including decorum. Um, I don't know how best we can Go with this. Do they have to request for a microphone? Let's just use uh, 15 minutes. So, by 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 at least uh, top of the hour, we must be done with this segment, and then I will wrap up with uh, 
the broader questions. Uh, the host, would you would you now uh, invite the audience? One one question, and then let's keep it short. Thank you so much, Adrian. Um, whoever has a question among the audience, you can just request for the mic, and then I will approve you to speak so that you can ask your question one at a time. But it would be it is very very incidental to the debate because these are these are your leaders these are leaders it is important that we also get some views from the audience so I don't know in case anybody has a question this is the time just to request for the mic and then uh, ask your question pointed to a particular candidate it's all the end to also invite the GRCs that are okay so firstly we shall have uh, Mr. Aino Mogisha Julius Hello, can I be heard? Yes, you can. Thank you. Thank you, moderator, and thank you, Ethan and uh, John Mary. I am happy about the submissions you have made about uh, your passion and what you want to do for the MLS. But uh, I would like to find out what your position is regarding, especially what is for for... for the fundamentals, what is on the website of MLS. There are objectives that uh, MLS is established for. I have not heard, maybe I didn't hear clearly, but I've not heard you telling us what the outgoing MLS has done in achievement of those objectives, if any, and if there are any things that should help to advance those objectives, if some of those things have not been done properly, what has not been done properly, and uh, what needs to be done, and why do you think you're the person that needs to do them? That was the first leg of the question. The second one is on, I now notice that there are other constituent societies that are that are under the MLS, like MOOT, like M M MLJ, and a number of others. So how are those ones performing now? And uh, what... What are the challenges they are facing? I heard someone talk about financing and funds and, and the rest of it. But I would like I would like to I would like to pick clearly what is it that is being done by those other clubs? How are they performing? How can they be helped? And maybe the, th the third question is Is it the mandate of uh, MLS? And I don't say this with any ill feelings. Is it the mandate of MLS to raise funds for students? I thank you. 
Thank you. That's that's registered. So this is the approach we're going to take. Uh, we shall just uh, record down. So I'll, I'll request both candidates to record down the questions and then. Uh, Um, host, you can carry it. Um, thank you so much, Mr. Moderator. So anyone who desires to ask a question, simply request. I am looking at the request section so that I can approve you and you ask your question. Or alternatively, if you do not want to speak, you can write your question in the comment section and then I will read it. I'm following closely. All right, that's uh, that's absolutely a bit to ask. I will just uh, invite both to the question before them. I, if, if we can just use about two minutes uh, to, to, to react to that so that we could get to the next question. Ethan, do I have you on the call? Yeah, yes, Mr. Moderator, you do. Um, uh, uh, on the on whether the MLS has the mandate to raise funds for the students, it definitely does not. But because no one has the mandate to help, yeah, it is only moral and it is only prudent and imperative for a leader in such a position to have the hearts of very many, to have the hearts of those he is serving, if at all it is servant leadership, to help. Because it does not make sense for me to study with you from year one and then you drop out in year three. It only makes sense when we finish as a family. It all goes back to unity. Thank you. All right, thank you very much for keeping it short. Uh, I'll just get back to uh, John Mary. Yes. Much obliged. The uh, previous speaker, like uh, the previous speakers, like the first one, for question, because like, uh, what, like, what are the, some of the fundamental rules that uh, the current government has done that they have not done? Basically, if you look at what the regime of Mark has done, it's really beautiful. Wow. I would love to appreciate that. However, I would like to expand more on it. Basically, uh, if you look into what I told you, it was about the about the mentorship pro mentorship program. Then I was saying, how about the mentorship program caters for also the intern internship watch program, such that uh, upon the upon maybe the 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 thirty seal slots we get, how about to increase? At like because right now Mark can confirm seventy-eight slots for what mentorship. How about we get like also the seventy-eight what slots? Basically, those are some that's a good number, like over one hundred. And basically, if reaching year three, they usually three hundred guys who are doing uh, maybe interns such that one hundred like that's better. Like we have covered a third of the class. Uh, the other thing, does the MLS are like does it 
like does it possess the the the, the, the mandate to raise funds for students uh, i would like to say like i'm aggrieved for the people who miss their papers because they could they can't finish their school fees but however like i want us to be practical a little bit i want us to be practical because um we have got a challenge like if you look into the history uh the 52nd uh the the, the uh the 52nd class tried to bring up a circle it failed uh yeah. like it, it failed it had some shortcomings uh but basically right now the reliable thing right now that i can promise uh, is like well, how about like we go to the register and we talk because at the end of the day these people are going to pay their fees to they are going to pay all their fees to get their transcripts so i see it like uh, it's like it's unbecoming for someone to fail to sit a paper yet after like that person after the years is going to come back and finish the transcript i know money is needed but we can layers and we say okay the person is going to do me be three papers uh for three papers before like before like chasing him out and saying like it's not going to sit for exams but rather on the issue of does it have the mandate to raise funds yes we can create that provision everything is possible if you choose the right leader but if you choose the wrong leaders my friends things are, are not going to be possible thank you very much uh, thank you very much indeed uh, uh i don't know whether we have any questions coming in from uh, the audience are there any requests that have been uh, made to you mr host uh before you proceed on uh negative adrian i think some individuals are making requests but they are immediately revoking those requests so they appear and disappear before i even approve i will request that um if you're making a request just request and leave it there so that it reflects on my side that i can see it or alternatively uh in case you've made a request and you have failed uh you can uh, just type one in the chat space just use the number one and then i'll send you an invite so that you can speak all right uh, thank you very much for that uh, guidance uh i think this now leads us to one of the final segments of this debate as i as i had, uh, structured it um as we wait for some about two or three more questions coming in from the audience i will now get to the broader aspect of uh, the questions uh, of the domestic perspective of uh, of uh, law school i'm um, to 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 start with ethan i will just ask two questions one it is about it is personally centered but then the other is uh, broadly cover, covered uh, as a leader and and i think it is privy to leadership to do a swot analysis to know one's strength and uh, weaknesses so that uh, you know how effective to manage people but then also to lead people and then also serve better the society uh, i would just like to in you answering the question why you uh, identify for us your things you consider to be your points of strength and then those you consider to be your points of weaknesses before i cross over to john mary if you could just do that in about 3 uh, minutes the better ethan sorry sorry there is a very strong network glitch please kindly repeat the question for me thank you my 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 deepest apologies again uh if i wasn't clearly heard i was saying that uh it is very pertinent to leadership for one to do a swot analysis to analyze their strengths and weaknesses 
yeah, so that they can effectively manage people and uh, serve the society better. So I believe that incidental to the decision to running for the big office at law school, that requires a lot of service and uh, dealing with people, managing people and, uh, and working with people. Um, in so answering the question, why should it be you to be considered for this office? Uh, would you just answer that question in light of uh, the issues, you, or rather the points you consider to be your points of strength and uh, those that you consider to be your points of weakness? Uh, with my conscience hanging high above my neck, and high above my heart of hearts, I would say to lead is to be of good use and to only be a case study when good examples are required. Therefore, I for one believe my strength is the people at the end of the day, the solidarity. That is why I'm pushing for the unity to have the alumni come back because I believe in the people, Num like the people numbers. I for one believe it all goes back to down to that one person from the first student to the last student, the people, that is my strength. I believe I can serve better with, and I believe in the people. And then for the weaknesses, uh, a magician never reveals his secret. But then I would leave maybe the button to someone, but for the task ahead of me, I believe... I have nothing that can stop me. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much indeed. Um, I'll, just, uh, I'll just have John Mary answering the same question. I'm, I'm pretty sure you've done a SWOT analysis of yourself incidental to the decision of running for uh, chairperson CGC or the president MLS. And uh, I'll just in you answering why uh, the mandate should be uh, tasked towards you to carry on the MLS forward. Um, if you could just answer the, the why question in terms of uh, the, the SWOT analysis, your strengths and weaknesses. I'm much obliged, Mr. Moderator. I really appreciate um, If you look at the, the Mercurial Society, it's not the same as the School of Law. If I told you, I to say School of Law, that's year one to year four, but if I told you, I to bring in what Mercurial Society means, those are like um, as the students and also the alumni, plus the, judges, plus the judges who have been there. So basically, I say, why should I be among? Is like, why should I be the one for MLS? Why maybe not any other person? Uh, because like, have been like, I've been there in the society. I've been down to people. I've been analyzing the issues internally in the society, and I think I've critically analyzed them to the process and to the conclusion of which I say, I've been among the society. So you can't take the society out of me, but rather uh, an intruder, like you can take, like an intruder is basically like, I'm not an intruder in the society, I've been among the society. So basically that's why I can say uh, the society, like the, I, I can be the MLS president. Rather, I thank you very much. I've been part of the society and the society is part of me, so. That's my answer to that. Um, uh, my challenges, uh, basically, uh, when you're running for this, you get your challenges and weaknesses. I would not, I would not like to say, like, uh, I don't have challenges. I have challenges. No man is an island. But then, upon now, in this manifesto, we are talking about our strengths. 
So I wouldn't love to be like, I now have this challenge, this challenge. No, the, 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 the electorate doesn't need to know your challenges, your problems, no. It wants you to solve the issues. And I'm here to solve your issues, the issues of Makayla society and life. So basically, my challenges are going to be mine personally. So, but for the strength, I can assure you people, tomorrow, John Makayla is the best choice. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much indeed. Um, that's quite interesting. Um, if if the host has any questions or uh, people that want to ask any questions, now is the time. I'll just entertain two questions because we are bad with time. And then I will ask the final, final question and then we wrap up this debate. Yes, Adrian, uh, there is a question from um, a listener, Atai Isabel Nicole. She would like to ask Ethan about the practicability of the pads in toilets and if that's the biggest MLS issue. Uh, that's a question in the comment section. And uh, then, um, um, yes, I request Boomba, Mr. Boomba Ernest to request for the mic to speak. I can see that he desires to ask a question. Then uh, I will approve one of the individuals here Although he already asked, I don't know your guidance about that. It seems like uh, Mr. Julius Ainomgisha desires to ask again. Uh, moderator, how do you guide? I think I should approve uh, him. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, we, we are bad with them. Uh, maybe if we could just post the question in uh, the, the, the group, rather in, uh, in the chat bar, and we get it from there. But we are bad with them. Good enough, okay. there was an opportunity. Yeah. Okay, great. So I think for now, the question of uh, Atta Isabel Nicole to Ethan. Yes, uh, Mr. Moderator. I would love to say that we cannot have an MLS without scholars. Therefore, the learning environment makes the society. I did not say it's the most important, it's the, most, it's the biggest problem, but I want you to remember we cannot have a society without its scholars. Thank you. Uh, amazing. That's uh, that was quite brief um, and straight to the point. Uh, I don't know, uh, mm -hmm. Mr. Harry, whether the other two questions uh, you could just uh, approve those, and then we could uh, we could we could uh, proceed. Let them let them keep the questions very very short and direct forward. Hello. It's Hello. Yes, please. Please proceed, sir. Thank you. I am not sure that my question is about the objectives of MLS and the performance of the constituents, constituent clubs in MLS, how they have been performing, what are the gaps to be filled, and why the candidates think they are the right people to address the challenges therein. Those two questions have not been answered for me. All right, uh, thank you very much. I, that's that's noted, friends. I, I need to close this uh, this space in the next about ten minutes. So, if at all we could uh, we could uh, just give the candidates one one minute each to reply to that the objectives of the MLS and all. I'll start with Ethan and uh, go to uh, John Mary. 
why uh, why why I, his question is uh, quite conflicting but then why i think i'm the best for the for the job is because i for one believe i have the abilities and the i'm capable of achieving what the society needs therefore i think i am a voice for the voiceless and i believe we can and indeed we can and then the issue of how 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 the so the organs have been performing like i said earlier is we appreciate what has been done but then together we can achieve more and more needs to be done we cannot underlook that thank you very thank you very much and that's why i came here god bless you thank you very much and that's why we are here to interrogate further into such issues like the manifesto so i just have one minute uh, for uh, john mary to also make a same reaction oh uh, thank you thank you mr adrian and thank you mr julius why am i the one there i've told you firstly that i've been part of the society and i've analyzed what has been uh, taking place in the society and i think I've been on ground and I've been available and I am a person who can be reached a person who is down to earth a person who can speak to people and a person who can listen to people basically I don't just speak out of the blue I just listen to you I take into accountability what you have brought on the table basically it's just about listening being on ground the society being in you because you can't be out of the society and you claim that you you want to be in the society Thank you very much. All right. Um I, I think because of time I I am going to have the questions end at that. Uh but uh, the very one and I think one of the very fundamental questions we need to also ask on this platform and space is uh is premised on the basis that uh the office of the MLS president is reflective of the entire uh society wherever the the president goes any day any time and uh, in the pursuit of reviving intellectualism and also the vibrancy of law school in the university but then also beyond uh, it is very important that we also once in a while give leading positions to some of uh, the controversial issues that um, might arise at any given point in time i had wanted to seek the opinions of uh, the views of each of the, our candidates towards uh, the anti homosexuality bill but along the way that was handled uh, i would just love to rewind your memory back on uh, the <laughs> pipeline uh, project and uh, the east african crude oil pipeline project and the energy transitional debate uh, i don't know if if for example at that time you were mls president voted <laughs> at the time uh, what would your views be would you would you be pro the debate would you be against uh, the 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 project uh, exactly what I, i i intend to interrogate here i'll just start with john mary and then cross over to ethan again i don't know what's wrong with your network but come again you need to please to shake it for me this time now come again come again the question all right uh, my deepest apologies again uh, the question maybe just to give a preamble in a half a second that it is very pertinent as the office that you're vying for to reflect the views and to have a clear position or opinion uh, on the controversial topics that come up within the country 
world at large and also within the university time and again. Uh, and uh, I said that I would have sought your opinion on the anti-homosexuality bill, but along the way, I think it was mentioned somewhere. So I just thought I would uh, have your opinion on the East African crude oil pipeline project and the energy transitional debate. Uh, if at the time the debate was at uh, its peak of heat, would you have supported the project or would you be against it and probably why? I'm much obliged, much obliged, Adrian. I think as uh, a society, we have to take into account what's happening outside the world. I think we have to scrutinize and see, like, uh, where are we going and, like, what problems are we facing? Because you never know some people might be interested in uh, crude oil, like, management, something like that. So, basically, you give it a thought. I would give it a thought, basically, with my team. I can't say, like, how I'm going to be... I'm going to be a dictator, basically. You give it a thought. It's all about giving it a thought, Adrian. That's how it works. Not about you. No, giving it a thought, something like that. I still insist that in the pursuit of vibrancy of law school and uh, being Leading law school, we we need to have arise controversial topics that have arisen in the past. So it is against that background that I'll ask the same exact question to uh, the candidate Ethan Kawes. To position would be on uh, the pipeline, the oil pipeline project, and energy transition debate, and uh, what you would have had an opinion, your position, if you were MLS president at the time. Thank you once again, Mr. Moderator. Uh, it is important for us to appreciate the fact that we only have one earth and we cannot trade it for anything. Therefore, I would be against the policy of the pipeline. Thank you. Uh, uh, Sorry, sorry, sorry to cut you short. Uh, I, I don't know if you got me clear when, when you took long to respond, but I said we can only have one earth and we can't trade it for anything. Therefore, I would be against because the policy and the methods introduced are quite detrimental to the environment and I believe we can have other alternative ways to do that. Thank you very much. All right, thank you very much, both candidates, uh, for today's night. That debate was brought down to one fundamental question. Uh, the debate between human rights and development as such. Uh, but thank you very much, uh, the entire MLS, the entire um, audience on this space. Uh, from mine to you, thank you very much for turning up and uh, being uh, a part of uh, this Twitter space. From myself, again, I'll remind you that democracy is, very, is the very foundation of our society and uh, it is the system that allows us to choose leaders and then hold them accountable. And it is the accountability partners in my view that, that uh, ensures that uh, our voices are heard as and when they must be heard. So without democracy, we can never have the right to vote. We can never have the right to, and um, our, most especially mm -hmm. our intentions through the ballot. So as we head to the polls tomorrow, it will be the kind reminder to 
keep that in mind that the leaders we hold are very incidental to the progress and development of uh, the society in a very instrumental in the furtherance of the 54-year rich history and, and prestige of uh, the MLS society at large, but then also very incidental to the contributions uh, and uh, contributing further to the legacies laid in the past. So as we walk into the polls tomorrow, you've heard from uh, the different uh, candidates themselves. I cannot in any way add to their voices. So the question of who is best to take forward the mantle of the MLS entirely remains uh, to the general MLS and to be answered tomorrow through the polls. Um, I want to wish you a very good night and thank you again for attending. I will hand over back to the host, Mr. Harry. Thank you so much again for the invite and thank you so much again for organizing such uh, a debate. Uh, in my view, it is a pursuit of uh, reviving uh, intellectualism, but then also improving the course of debate within Macquarie University. And being a law school, it gives me joy and happiness that at least we are doing and uh, being in the leading position among other colleges. So thank you very, very much again. And uh, from mine to you, good night. Thank you so much, Adrian, and thank you to all the members who have been with us today. Uh, from the side of Lex Amica, we are really proud and humbled, and we are happy that we have had this interaction. All I can say is um, Vox Populi, Vox Day. Uh, the voters have heard, and Makere Law School will decide tomorrow. With that, have a good night. Thank you so much. This audio is made with Audio Toolkit for Windows Store, downloaded for free now.